Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of TMI's PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations. We've been talking a lot about one of our new positions this year, our Dean of Community and Wellness, which is why I'm excited to bring you today's interview with Tracy Carter. She's here to talk more about this new role and share some of the new programs and tools we're rolling out this year. Thank you so much for joining me today, Tracy. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. So this should be a fun one, and I want to start before we jump into all of this community and wellness today. You've actually been a member of the TMI community for quite some time now. You started here in 2011 as part of our faculty and staff, and you've had two children graduate from here. So why don't you give our audience just a little bit of an idea about kind of your path here and how you came to TMI? Sure. So I had left the corporate world and decided I was going to stay home with my kids which I absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. And before a year or two passed, all of a sudden, I was like, "Mm, I need to go do something. So I was like, what's the best thing I can do? Oh, I'm going to go hang out with my kids at their school. Mm -hmm. So I started substitute teaching there, and I absolutely loved it. And through some mentorships of the principal that was there at the time, she was like, Tracy, you should be a teacher. You need to be in education. And I come from my whole family on the female side has been in education. But for some reason, I got a business degree and originally didn't go that path. But so I decided this is really something that I'd like to do and and follow in the footsteps of what my children would be doing at their different schools. So I went back to school and I got my teaching credentials and eventually got my master's in education for counseling. But and I loved it. I then went from Leon Springs Elementary to Fair Oaks Ranch Elementary. Um, At the time, my kids were here at TMI. And I had the opportunity to come join, and I was just so very excited to not only be here with my children, but then for all the children that are here at the school. Yep, and then you've stayed here, so a testament (laughs) to how much you love all of our children here. (laughs) Yeah, it was really hard when both of my children graduated, and and I told all the students that were still here, I'm like, well, now I'm your mom, because my (laughs) kids have left, so now you have to have me. So it was the first year after Jacob graduated, it was really hard, but Mm -hmm. um, to not see him walking in the halls anymore, but I mean, I just, I love, I love every day. I love being able to be a part of the, the students' lives. Mm-hmm. They're pretty amazing kids. So they are. To, now your mom to 470 <laughs> plus. <laughs> I look pretty good for having that many kids, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's jump into community and wellness. So this is a role that we've been hearing a lot about. Father Scott started talking about it last year. And, and so we've been hearing this new Dean of Community and Wellness. And so why don't you, now that we've got you here, why don't you give us, you know, from your perspective, what are the nuts and bolts of this position? What is Dean of Community and Wellness? Well, it's interesting because when Scott describes this position, he says that my responsibility is to take care of the heart of our Mm -hmm. community. And that is, has so many facets to it. But Scott also realized that this was a position that was needed um, for a plethora of reasons. Um, you know, going to school today is not like it was when I went to school or when my parents went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, kids are faced with so many challenges and different scenarios that they come into play every day mm-hmm. and competition, et cetera. 
So um, when Scott and I sat down to talk about really what this position would look like, we started putting um, points that we felt our community needed. And so part of that includes parent education. Mm-hmm. We have always wanted to partner and through our parent education labs, which is a monthly um, session that we have for parents to learn more. And sometimes it will be on a specific topic with an expert in that field. Other times it might be with some member of our TMI community who's an expert. And um, so we want to have those every month. So we kicked that off mm-hmm. this month. In fact, this week we just had our first one. And um, we also sent out a parent survey mm-hmm. that asked the questions about parents, what, what is it that you want to learn about? And it was it's very interesting, the feedback that I'm getting, and also the times that parents are available, because that's important if we're holding something at a certain time and you can never come. So we sent that survey out. I think we're going to send that survey out again. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very excited to get some more feedback from our from our parents. So parent education is a big component. We're also researching a social-emotional learning curriculum that will be incorporated not only during advisory, but really throughout the entire class day. So I'm very excited about that. There's tons of research on social-emotional learning and how it better prepares our children to be the kind of people that God intended them to be. So that is um, something that I'm very, very excited about. We, um, I'm also responsible for advisory. And mm-hmm. so this year, it's a little bit of a transition year until we bring on the SEL program. And I'm hoping that by the spring semester, we have that um, And what is the up. SEL? That's the... social emotional okay. learning, that curriculum. Mm-hmm. So you've got a lot that's under this umbrella of community and wellness. And there's a lot of different, different things that feed into it mm-hmm. from just day to day and the overall and And one of the things you were touching on the parent education labs is one of the things we always keep saying is that we partner with our parents in the education. And and oftentimes it probably feels like, I haven't done the math, but probably some of the students spend more time here at school than they do at home Mm -hmm. simply sleeping before they come back here. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit more. Um, I don't think you went into much of the detail. We just had the first one, but what was it? What was uh, the feedback like? And what are some of the topics maybe that we've got coming up in the next semester? Sure. So we had a retired pediatrician, Dr. Cook, that came and spoke to us about vaping and e-cigarettes. And We've all heard so much about it in the um, news lately, sadly, with the deaths of these young people that's happening, but um, it it was eye-opening to hear a presentation of how early they start and that it really is an addiction and and statistics like that, but also moving into the effects of the brain Mm -hmm. and what that type of product will do and, and specifically affecting learning and with the frontal lobe and stuff like that. It it was just eye-opening. And also some new products that are coming out on the market, which are very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just making it easier and easier for children to do things that will, without a doubt, be harmful Mm -hmm. to, to their body, to their lungs, to their heart, to their brain. So it was really eye-opening the feedback that I got from the parents that attended and we also had a really good showing um, from our faculty Mm -hmm. who actually had that period off they came and joined us but the feedback that I was getting I mean was really just shock you know parents might have heard the word a jewel or an e-cigarette but they 
the information that Dr. Cook passed along, they just almost were like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. So it was, it was really good. The survey, when I sent the survey out, we asked about what topics parents would be interested in. Social media mm-hmm. um, and corralling that mm-hmm. um, had a high percentage response of interest. Um, also, like overscheduled, being overscheduled, mm-hmm. and where do we find the balance? There are um, several others that are that are right up there, but for now, the the big ones that I'm looking at for probably early spring semester are going to be about social media, and then trying to find the balance. And you know, we're working on that. Like specifically with balance, we have um, started this year giving students one day each semester. We call it a wellness day. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I think in all of. TMI history that we've offered a wellness day and, yeah. and offered that for our students. So yeah. talk about that. And it's, you know, it's great. It's it's a day that is considered an excused absence. They don't have to give us an excuse as to what they're doing or why they're taking mm-hmm. it. It's for their personal business. In fact, I sent out a survey today to the students. I made an announcement in chapel and I sent out a survey to the students and said, um, I need your feedback, right? I'm not trying to take the day away, mm-hmm. but this is a new initiative. And when you have new initiatives, there's always room for improvement. So I sent it out this afternoon, actually right before I came Mm -hmm. over here, and my computer started blowing up with responses. And all of them were positive. Every single one of them was, I was exhausted, or I just needed a break, or this is so great that TMI is thinking about our mental health. And it just, it really warmed my heart because our students really appreciate Mm -hmm. just being able to step back and have a day without making an excuse as to why they're not here. Mm-hmm. You talk about caring for the heart, and that really, <laughs> that really does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been great. That's fantastic. So we've got a few other initiatives that you're rolling out. We it feels like there's there's a lot of new programs that are coming out <laughs> this year, which is really exciting. And just because they all focus on the wellness of our students here. So we just rolled out one that we introduced in advisory and we're calling it the iCare app. And can you talk a little bit about what that is? Yeah, this is another thing that um, you and I actually worked on before school started. And Mm -hmm. I'm so excited that we've finally been able to roll it out. Mm -hmm. But it is a completely anonymous mode of communication directly with me. And so while we always encourage our students, if they have a concern, say for example, about a friend, of course we encourage that they go talk to that friend first, mm-hmm. or, or they find an adult on campus that they um, feel they can confide in. And many of our students have many, many you know, coaches, teachers, um, staff that they feel comfortable communicating with. But in the event that it's larger than that, or they feel they need some additional assistance, that's where the iCare app comes in. And it's not only a button on our uh, TMI app, but it's also on um, on campus under mm-hmm. the resources. And so we introduced the students to it on Tuesday and advisory we had uh, we broke out into grade levels and separated by gender and we just extended that conversation about if you're going to use this app to report it's a serious concern and what is a serious concern mm-hmm. and 
it has it was really well received. It was interesting. Even um, a couple of the grades in the middle school, the um, teachers reached out to me afterwards, and they were like, "Our students had more questions, and they really wanted to keep talking. So we're going to talk about it in those mm -hmm. grades next week during advisory. And it's going to be, you know, it's just like any other new initiative. There's going to be tweaks that we need to make, but it's really important for all of us here and for me to, for our students to have their voice be heard um, and for it to be protected mm -hmm. and so this anonymous form it is just that and they only go to me they go directly mm -hmm. to me and so um, so far it's not had much business which is good mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> but you know it's it's just another avenue for our students to um, ask for help when they need it which is great I, I don't think we can have too many avenues for things like that and Agreed. I know I know Father, uh, Father Nate will talk about it often in chapel, and he'll, he'll point out the resources, the number of resources we have on campus for students to come and, and talk with him, to you, um, to any number of, of people on campus. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, our teachers, our coaches, mm -hmm. everyone. So mm -hmm. we really do, as a community, support, mm -hmm. support our students mm -hmm. here. And it's just one more tool, which is great. And thinking of our whole community supporting this, you actually serve on the wellness committee that we have, and I think that's a another new <laughs> another new initiative that we rolled out this year. Yeah. So why don't you talk a little bit about what that wellness committee is, who's on it, and what are some of those what are some of those things that you're looking at? It's one of those committees that you'll go in thinking this is what's on our agenda today and then it opens up for another conversation that continues to have us have plenty to do. So one, the for our student-athletes or extracurricular events, I'm super excited about that and that was um, Brandon Palomo, our athletic director, in conjunction with Ann Schaefer Salinas, our associate head, and myself. And you know, bottom line is our kids start at six or earlier in the morning. Mm -hmm. They go to school all day. They have morning activities. They have practices or games after school. And, you know, when do they sleep? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a very important component. Mm -hmm. And we just felt that in discussing what wellness and balance looks like, I mean, sleep is probably almost the number one thing. Yeah. And so we developed a policy that says if students come back from an extracurricular um, event or sporting event after 10 o'clock that they are not required to come to school the next day until 10 o'clock. And that not only gives them an opportunity to go home and go straight to bed, but it also gives them a little bit of breathing room in the morning to, instead of being at school by, you know, mm -hmm. 8 o'clock for classes to start, it gives them a little extra time to um, sleep in, um, finish homework, look over a test that they're preparing for, and so that's just it it I mean I'm very excited about that and the kids are really responding well to mm -hmm. it and some sports it won't affect and others it it will help tremendously so the coaches will let us know when they get back after 10 o'clock and it can be 10:01. <laughs> technically it, it probably counts. could be 10 but yeah so it's and I think I think we're going to see from the students mm -hmm. too that um because when they do come to class, they need to be alert and ready to learn. And if they're sleep deprived, I mean, they're sleep deprived on their own, but yeah. adding um, so many different things within their day, this just lets our students realize that this is another component. You know, we care about you. We care about you as a total person and, and sleep is a, a critical component of that. It definitely is. Are there any other topics that you all are 
looking at down the road or anything else that lies ahead for wellness? Yeah, one other thing that we're going to bring, which we've already started working with some of the educational leadership team, is we're going to bring, we showed a documentary last spring called Angst, and it's about um, anxiety and the, the incredible increase that we've seen over the years. And so we're actually bringing that to our student body in January, where we're going to not only show the documentary, but have an extended lesson after that, opportunities to discuss and talk about not only trends, but resources, how to manage as best they can the stress and anxiety that's in their lives. So we're doing that on a specific day and then we're actually then going to follow it up the following week in advisory and um, really make sure that our students understand I mean they'll tell you they're stressed all the time they can tell you they're stressed if they don't have homework they can tell you they're stressed if they do have homework Um, I think it's just stressful to be a kid these days (laughs) I I totally agree I'm really glad I'm through high school (laughs) I think that um, it's just going to be really good and another tool for them to um, to have in their back pocket, but also, again, just to show that, I mean, we care about you. We really care mm-hmm. about you. It was a really powerful film, and I think it was incredibly well-received when we did it last year. So. And the exciting thing, when we show it in January, and we'll let parents know about this before, but we're going to um, have room in the chapel because we'll split our 6th through 8th grades separate from our ninth through 12th grades. And so we'll have room in the chapel, and I'm going to really encourage parents who weren't able to mm-hmm. come. I hope they can come for one um, one of the two viewings that we're going to offer for them. It'll be during the day, but it's it's definitely worth, parents, if you haven't seen it or if you want to see it again, it's, it's eye-opening. That's fantastic. Well, you have certainly had your hands full with... Uh, <laughs> kind of taking care of community and wellness here. It is no small task, and it's really exciting to see these new programs that are coming out because our kids are so important, and it's Mm -hmm. so important to look at at the wellness and the health and just how they're doing and setting them up for success in all ways. So you've definitely been doing amazing work there. It's it's fun. I think everything with our kids are fun here. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Never a dull moment, for sure. (laughs) It is. So... Before we wrap up, we've been talking quite a bit of community and wellness, but I want to do some fun, lighthearted questions before we go today. So you've been here a while at TMI. What is your most memorable moment, a favorite moment that you have from being here at TMI? This is what popped into my head. Of course, I probably have nine years worth of them that I could come up with. But the one that popped into my head was when my son Jacob graduated. Um, I I didn't know this until moments before the graduation ceremony ceremony started. But um, Father Scott asked for parents who were employees to come up and give the diploma to their child. And, I mean, I get choked up just thinking about Mm -hmm. it. But it was just so special to celebrate in the recognition not just from the audience but physically on the stage and handing that to him and having you know pictures of that memory um, with Father Scott and myself and Jacob and it was just that was a really really special moment. Very much that's a great memory to have and now our last fun question what is something most people don't know about you maybe a hobby (laughs) something interesting give us a little look inside Tracy Carter. Hmm. I would think, okay, here's one thing. I think probably people don't know my background before getting into education. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I had a business degree and I sold orthopedic and spine implants. And at that point in my life, it was great. But then I got the education bug and the counseling bug and here I am. And I plan on being here until I'm not working anymore. Mm -hmm. It was always meant to be. You were called into this <laughs> education so. that your whole family had been mm -hmm. a part of. I agree. Yep. It was always meant to be. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. This has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you giving us more detail about what community and wellness is and what lies ahead and for sharing a little bit about yourself. So thank you for joining me today. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.